What's going on, y'all, and welcome back to the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Eloy, and today we're going to be talking about going over and reviewing Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, a 2023 action-adventure film. It is two hours and 60 minutes long, rated PG. It is the sequel to the Spider-Verse that came out in 2018. This is a story about Miles Morales and all the other spiders across the Spider-Verse, as in the name of the movie. I am here with my friend Devin from Try Right Politics. Devin, go ahead and introduce yourself. Happy to be here. Normally we do political commentary plus political memes, stuff like that. Uh, but today we're taking a little departure from that and going to go ahead and go over the Spider-Verse video. My son's a big fan of this series. Uh, loved the first movie, so when the second one came out, uh, it was definitely a had to, uh, something we had to go see. It takes me back to my childhood of uh, seeing the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man whenever I was a kid. That's what was coming out. So it's kind of like something that my dad did with me, and now I get to do with my son. Different Spider-Man, different Spider-Verse. You know, but you know, same good old Sony. You know, not 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 completely wokeified by the Disney mob just yet. So yes, yes. they haven't haven't offered them enough money just yet to buy them out. So we'll we'll see in a couple of years where we're at. Personally, I don't honestly I don't think they can buy out Sony. I think they've already they've exhausted their like ability to buy out like companies. I think. Well, see, I, I don't mean Sony. I mean um the sp like the complete rights to Spider Man. Oh yeah, well Sony's never gonna sell them that. Sony's uh, Sony would no. be now Sony knows how much I money. I need this I need this mouse cash. <laughs> no, the mouse the mouse. <laughs> oh, become a mouse cadier. <laughs> Yeah, but no, Sony will never, in my opinion, and I, I, I wouldn't mind being wrong on this, because Sony doesn't really know what they're doing with Spider-Man a lot of the times. Like, Spider-Verse is one of the only things when it comes to Spider-Man, like, it seems like they know what they're doing with. Go ahead. Uh, so don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I've seen uh, Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man, and now the Spider-Verse, and then the, uh, I don't know, what do they call the new Spider-Man? Homecoming Spider-Man? Whatever yeah, they... Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 Tom, Tom Holland. And again, I, I've loved all the Spider-Man movies. I really don't think they're that bad as far as, like, especially, like I said, but like the the woke agenda BS or whatever, they really don't pile it on too much. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I can see what you're saying about, like, Sony not wanting to release that property. But, I, I, you know, I, I think the only the only reason I want Spider-Man to go to, to Disney or to Marvel is, is more for it to go so to Marvel. So he doesn't have to buy another uh, fucking dreaming app. I get it. <laughs> well, that too. But, um, you know, uh, because because I want to see Spider Man in the universe, you know. Whenever they did Civil War, I love that they were able to have Spider Man in it. When that they was did, cool. that um, was really cool. When they've done the, uh, God, the movies with like Endgame and stuff like that, being able to have Spider Man in it, like, uh, I, that that's a character I like to see again. I you know call me a, a stereotypical you know vanilla uh, Spider Man fan, but I mean you know if you're not a Spider Man fan, let's face it, you're basically a Superman fan at that point. Okay, <laughs> why? Why, like, why does every single thing we do, why does it always have to, like, bring into Superman? Like, why do you hate Superman so much? Like, we're in, no, 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 hold on, hold on. You don't get to say Superman is fucking stupid, and then I don't get to have a rebuttal, okay? We were in Sacramento earlier, we are getting some food, and there was a bench that had some guy dressed like Spider-Man on it. I was like, hey, look, it's, oh, not Spider-Man, Superman! Had some guy dressed like Superman on it. If it was Spider-Man, it would have been a multiverse Spider-Man, you know, Miles fucked everything up. Super makes, cool. makes a lot of sense. But as a guy just like Superman, I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of glad I didn't say it right when I saw it, because he probably would have just give, made him, gone on a rant about how Superman is lame. Uh, so, but he is. Okay, well, he's not lame. Okay, look, let's, let's set up a time after this little podcast. We'll have a debate about it. Okay? I don't want to have a debate. We'll have a serious debate. I don't want to have a I will bring up more points than just Superman is lame because he's unkillable and unbeatable. I'll come up with some He is stuff. killable, though. Oh, really? Name one time. Uh, doomsday. Doomsday. And then what happened? He came back to life. 
Exactly. But he, he, didn't, he didn't bring himself back to life. When Peter Parker dies, he dies forever. In the no, universe. he does not. Peter well, Parker. sometimes. When? What? I don't know. You read oh, the you don't know. <laughs> he don't know. Typical people who don't like <laughs> Superman. Has no hope. Has no hope. That's why Superman came back. It's hope. Hope is like the. I, I'm, it's crazy because I'm wearing a Green Lantern yeah, and, ring. And, and Spider Man, he feels funny, okay? Okay, well. He's, he feels something, okay? It's, it, yes. He trickle him away. Okay, anyway, description about Across the Spider-Verse. Before we go on a rant about why I like Superman, why he thinks that Superman is stupid, uh, Across the Spider-Verse, like I said, is the sequel to the 2018 um, Into the Spider-Verse film that took people by storm because Sony has not always had the best reputation when it comes to Spider-Man. Now, I go back in the day of, like, Tobey Maguire, and for those of you who don't, like, really know, the reason why Sony has the rights to Spider-Man, and as I believe it was during the 90s, Stanley and Jack Kirby had lost the film or they were Marvel was going bankrupt I believe Marvel was going bankrupt and they basically had to sell off all of their most like um their most like known IPs Valu- and property yeah properties, valuable yeah. properties such as the Fantastic Four such as the X-Men such as Spider-Man and so on and those were the, the main big ones and they ended up selling uh the X-Men and stuff to 20th Century Fox and now 20th Century Studios, which is now uh, owned by Disney, uh, but they ended up selling Fantastic Four and X-Men to them. Uh, Hulk got, was bought by Universal Pictures, um, and then Spider-Man was bought by Sony. And Spider-Man is debatably the most well-known superhero in the world. Like, as much as you may not like S- Superman, think about it. Where else, like, what other logos do you see all over the world besides Spider-Man, Superman, oh, no, no, no. Like, like I said, like, like I said, when I said I like Spider-Man, you know, like, that is the most one of the most vanilla. I like this superheroes that you hear. You know, you you ask a hundred people what their favorite Marvel superhero is going to be, and okay, or superhero I, I, in honestly, general. Honestly, I would say post post Marvel franchise, especially like whenever whenever we were talking about Tobey Maguire Spider Man before um, Avengers came out. Whenever it was just like a, a thought bubble that would be cool to see. You know, if you ask people back then before. You know, Black Panther was made popular before uh, uh, Doctor Strange. For all these people, it's Spider-Man would definitely would have been in a top five to top ten, oh, top de- ten list. Definitely, every definitely. time he's he's like he's like the Eminem. You know, Wait, what <laughs> Eminem makes everyone's top ten list. Okay, that's not true. Not everybody. I like Eminem. Okay, okay, okay yeah. If you like those random rappers that sound like crap and are going to be gone in a week and only yeah. make one song, I never said that I did. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, but I'm and, saying those are the people. Those are the same people that hate on Spider-Man are the same people that hate on Eminem. He is the white boy of the bunch. <laughs> no. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. The, I don't get. I, I guess I don't know. But like I said, Spider-Man is one of is the probably along with like Star Wars are like some of the b- biggest IPs in the world because the merchandise, the video games, like who has had more video games than Spider-Man? Spider-Man has a shit ton of video games. And not not only that, but like feature games too. Yeah. And like, I think I think you know, going back to the whole Sony purchase, I think that was a big part of it was was PlayStation because I remember um, whenever I was a kid, my dad got PlayStation magazine. This is back when they used to send you PS2 days. They used to send you a demo, and I I definitely remember Spider-Man demos being a part of the demo disc, um, and being something that you look forward to. Um, and again, uh, normally like 3D model games, you're swinging around the city. There there really weren't any games like this at that time. I mean, there was adventure games and Crash Bandicoot and other little adventure games like that. But there's nothing where you could swing around the city of Manhattan, do missions, um, you know, and, and complete them. And that that was 
done through Sony. So I think that that's probably a big reason why Marvel is willing to branch out like that and let them acquire the properties because it essentially saved that superhero. Yeah, and also, too, like I said, Sony has done just really good when it comes to the games. Like, Sp- the Spider-Man exclusive game that went to PS4, now PS5 and everything, that game made a shit ton of money. Like, a shit ton of money. Like, I've never... I'm gonna be straight up, I've never played the game. I have a hard time playing single-player games. I got ADD, I got a hard time paying attention. It takes a lot for me to sit down and play a single-player game. Like, I'm usually stuck either playing GTA with him, Call of Duty, whenever I do, or playing, like, WWE 2K just because I'm like wrestling is like my favorite thing ever so like I'm just stuck playing that but that's not even like that's not even an everyday thing I don't play video games every day I've, I just kind of you know get bored playing video games but everyone plays Spider-Man plays Spider-Man like I got on like PlayStation I just don't really feel any play I've seen all the footage I can of like I live vicariously through the footage online which is kind of stupid some people may say you don't get to experience I'm like I don't know I don't really really care to experience it like you it's fun you get to be great at the game without even touching the controller yeah, I, I guess like, Spider-Man 2's in the Spider-Man 2 game is already coming out. You get to play as the Venom symbiote in there. That's pretty cool. Oh. So, um, you know, I think they're doing really good when it comes to their Spider-Man games. Like, one of my favorite Spider-Man games from when I was a kid was Spider-Man Friend or Foe. It's a, uh, the Mysterio is the villain, and basically he mind-controls all of Peter Parker's villains, and you basically defeat each villain, and you get to play as them as the second player. So I was like, I'm not playing as Spider-Man. I was like, my brother, you can play as Spider-Man. I want to play as, like, Doc Ock. I want to play as Green Goblin. I want to play as Harry... Charles Os- the other characters. Yeah, play as Scorpion. Like, I don't want to play as the fucking Spider-Man. Everybody wants to play as Spider-Man. That's cool. And you can do, like, a versus mode, so you can face each other in, like, a little arena. Like, that was pretty cool. Um, but, like I said, Sony has been hit or miss with Spider-Man, so when Spider-Verse 2018 came out, and like I said, it took people by storm, it was one of those movies where it's like, God damn, that was really fucking good. And I didn't see that movie in theaters. The reason why I didn't Me see either. that the reason why I didn't see that movie in theaters is because like I had lost a lot of faith when it came to Sony and Spider-Man, just because they didn't really know what they were doing when it came to other films. Also, too, to add on to that. Like, when it comes to the Tobey Maguire films, you, if you pay attention, like, Spider-Man 1, decent, really enjoyable film. At the time when that movie came out, it was, like, something different. X-Men had just came out previously to that, I believe in the year 2000, and then you uh, Also, another one of my first superhero movies. X-Men? Yes, in theaters. Yes. Oh, that was, like, man, I hope they make more of these, and my dad's like, probably not. And they made X-Men 2. <laughs> made X-Men 2, I love X-Men 2, the second one. My dad had, a. Uh, had like a, uh, an X-Men 2 shirt. It said X2 on it, yes. but it was like it had like the Dr. Pepper logo on the side, so it was uh, like I guess I think it was like a promotional thing, a Dr. Pepper probably. X-Men 2 promotional shirt. I used to wear it to the gym a lot um, when I was younger. I don't know whatever happened to it. I don't have it in my possession. <laughs> if I did, I'd, I would keep the damn thing because that's fucking cool. But, so, then you got Spider-Man 2 that comes out, which is arguably one of the greatest Spider-Man films, if not superhero films of all time, in my opinion. Then you got Spider-Man 3, which is like, you know, it got just fucking just shredded in the reviews when it first came out but now people go back and watch it people who kids my age at the time eight years old seven years old i believe the movie is like this is an awesome movie like it's objectively not a good film but it's enjoyable it's got it's like like knows no cohesive villain the story is all over the place and the studio just wanted to rush out a film that you can see in the way the film comes out now i i'm definitely biased um when it comes to Spider-Man three, because it has my favorite Venom, my or favorite villain. You like the to- you like the Topher Grace that seventy no, show Venom. No, I'm not saying I like that version of Venom, but Venom in general, I tend to 
It's my favorite black Spider-Man. <laughs> you, you, you like Venom from you like Venom from uh, Let There Be Carnage. You just have to learn to be your true self. Yes. Or he's like at that like <laughs> freaking rave, the bride rave, the bride rave. Yeah, the, yeah the, something the, the like that. I think it was. Yes, it was wonderful. Yes. Now, um, so that, that's the thing. It's like stuff like that. Like the Venom movies are very just like I like the first Venom movie. I saw it with my grandma. I enjoyed it. People didn't like it. There was no Spider-Man in there. But it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like Sony. You know, you got these properties here. You can make good films, but it's like. You just don't for some reason. Like, why we're getting a Craven the Hunter movie, which is a Spider-Man villain. Uh, I don't know why we got the fucking Morbius with Jared Leto. Yeah, that was. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it. I, I maybe it's because of all the memes. It made me like enjoy it. Like I watch it with my best friend. Uh, uh, I just thought it was weird. I was like, I don't know. I, don't, I couldn't connect to the character. Well, of course, I guess, it, was, was like, he's like, is he a good guy? Like I'm supposed to feel bad for him? Like he's like Jimmy from South Park, and then like he's a doctor and a genius. No, no, I mean, no, it's not even, it's not even like that, it's just like, I don't, I don't know, there's certain movies where, maybe it's, like, because my generation, you know, you had to hate Twilight, you didn't have a choice. It was that, or, you know, you put you in the crowd with people that you can't make fun of anymore. <laughs> and so when the sparkly vampires came out, I don't, I don't know if that's what really made me adverse to, to vampires. Well, that ruined vampires for a lot of people. Twilight Yeah, I mean, and, and, because it made them not cool. Like, Blade made vampires cool. Oh, super cool. And then all of a sudden, Twilight comes out and the vampires are just like sparkly glowy. You're so sparkly glowy. And the sunlight doesn't hurt me, but it makes me sparkle. It's like, why are we whispering? Like, it makes, makes no sense. Like, um, but like, it's just Sony, Sony's very hit or miss. And that's their fault. That's their problem for not. And there's always, and like, when it comes to like the amazing Spider-Man films, Andrew Garfield, right? The first Spider-Man movie, he's like he's not a good Peter Parker. Like, he's yeah. a he's a good Spider-Man. He's a good Spider-Man in the sense of the way he moves around, the way he quips a lot. But, speaking of spiders, look at spider right there. Oh, nice. Doesn't bite you. Might get superpowers. It's or, a daddy round rig. Or, or you get paralysis. <laughs> but, um, like, the Andrew Garfield films, they're very, they're, like, in Spider-Man 2 is just not a good film at all. No. It's not. It, it doesn't know what, what it wants to be. And I don't blame Andrew Garfield. I don't blame anybody else but the writers and Sony. Sony did have a lot of interfering with the film production, getting involved and trying to like, maybe you should do this instead. And it's just like, what are we? What are you doing? You're messing with something you don't like. If you don't know anything about the Spider-Man character, just because you own it doesn't mean you should always have a say in what goes on. I, I get it. I get it. But also too, it you see you saw what happened, and then you want to blame the actors. You want to blame the writers. It's like you guys interfered. Like in the Amazing Spider-Man One, right? He's too cool. He's like you, you. Peter Parker is not a nerd. Peter Parker is supposed he's to not, be. He's well, okay, but he is based. He's like a hipster. Spider Man comics, though, right? Huh? That one is supposed to be based off the Amazing Spider Man comics, though, right? But Peter Parker's still a nerd in those. Yeah. Nerd with glasses, like in the, in the and like the thing he's like, he's talking to females. He's not like uncomfortable. Like Peter Parker doesn't talk to females. Nerds talk to females nowadays, don't well, you know? It's different. Comic Con is not the same. Not because they think they're gay. <laughs> Yeah, definitely I, not. There's definitely not some weird, awkward social tension there that they can't talk about I, anymore. But, but, but in the movie, he's like a, he's like a cool hipster skateboarder. That like, oh man, like you know, he probably gets you know probably gets him every now and then. You're I not supposed to. That. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't get that vibe from him. I'm not, I know he. I know he was that cool. Yeah. Bro, he, it's just like Peter Parker is not that. And then like I, I don't know. I just didn't. It's not. He's not a good Peter Parker. Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker. That's Peter Parker. Tobey well, and, and I feel like that's. More like a classic Spider-Man, Peter Parker. That's not exact. That's like, like whenever Spider-Man becomes like an older guy. Like if I know he's probably supposed to portray like a teenage Peter Parker, but I feel like he portrays more of a young man Peter Parker because he's he's off at college. He's not exactly like like yes, he has an awkward teen stage in the first movie, but by the second movie, he's in college. 
and I, again, I don't I don't know if it explicitly says his age in the movie. In the first one, he's a senior. He graduates the first, in the first movie. Yeah, so he's like a he graduates like so, yeah. He's like yeah. But but again, I feel like you know because there are uh, essences of time skips based off like uh, stuff that's mentioned in the second and uh, third movie. Not not exactly long time skips, but a year or so could have gone past in that time. And I feel that Tobey Maguire was a more mature version of. Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, as where um, the Amazing Spider-Man was not. And then again, you look at Tom Holland, and Tom Holland is very obviously supposed to be a, a, a representation of young, like the, the the younger adaptations of Peter Parker and yeah. Spider-Man. So. So and that's the thing. Tom Holland has a lot of you know has a lot of big shoes to fill. I guess you can say some people don't think that he's filled those shoes. I have grown like different. And my views on his Peter Parker, like, and, and this is the last thing I'm going to say before we get into the movie, just because uh, you know, I want to give you guys our perspectives on Spider-Man's, and like, because all of this ties into the movie, right? Because I enjoyed the film, I enjoyed the film, I enjoyed the first Definitely. film. It's, and that's the thing, seeing a lot of films these days, you don't really enjoy them as much. Like, I, I enjoy this film, I can watch it again. I, I laugh. There's genuine moments where I laugh, but last thing I'm going to talk about is Tom Holland Spider-Man. You can give your comments on it as well. Yeah. Um, He's supposed. He's at first. I'm like, okay, he's a good mix of both. Like in Civil War, I thought he was great. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a great introduction to Spider. man Great introduction, introduction to Spider Man. I like how they just they already just like established. Like, yeah, he's already Spider Man. Yeah. He's got his own homemade suit and stuff like that. They're not. We don't got to do the whole origin thing where we see the spider bite again. We've already yeah. done that to death. So I did enjoy that. I enjoyed that Tony Stark kind of took him under his wing. Um, the and just, uh, the what is it the the Scarlet Spider that comes out in. Um, Cross Spider in the new one? In the, the Avengers one? The, uh, the Iron uh, Spider the, suit? The Iron Spider. Yeah, the Iron yes. Spider suit. Yeah. I'm glad they incorporated that you because know. a lot of times you don't see those kind of niche outfits and, and but, character yeah. designs yeah. That, that were maybe one-shot comics that were just a little side piece to the initial comic. Yeah. So personally, I, I love when they incorporate stuff like that. And I know that, that wasn't exactly part of the Civil War one, but it, it was good to see that they... They molded him a bit more, I feel, after the comics and comic progression in that sense. Yeah. And and it made sense. You know what I mean? Like, why is why is Tony Stark interested in this kid? Well, this kid's like building nanotech in high school. Okay, that makes sense on why he's kind of interested, or or web slingers in high school. It makes sense why he's kind of interested in him. Like that would that would definitely pique Tony Stark's interest. You know, if if he was going to recruit anybody, he would probably recruit someone who's like himself. And even though Peter Parker is not a perfect match to Tony Stark. Tony has, sees a lot of himself in exactly. him. Exactly. He sees like he looks at Peter as a as a mean to an end in the sense of like, this is a way like I may not have any kids, anything at the moment, but it's like I, I see this kid's got a lot of potential. Same thing with Peter or same thing with Tony when he was younger. In the first Iron Man movie they talk about how he was basically a genius since he was a kid and then his dad basically brought him into his company and everything. I think he looks at, but he had the party lifestyle. It was also kind of based off of Robert Downey Jr. in real life a little bit too and in Iron Man in the comics. But like when he sees Peter in the MCU, he's kind of like, this is a way to right my wrongs. I'm going to make up for lost time by basically just like, you know, steering this kid right. This kid's a genius. I'm going to guide him in the right way. And that's kind of Peter's arc throughout the films, whether that's uh, it's in Civil War, whether it's in Homecoming, whether it, it's a big thing in Homecoming where he basically tells him like, if you're like, he's been watching over him like a dad should be, a parent should be the whole time. And Peter kind of like has to learn how to be Spider-Man in the sense of like, if you're if you're nothing without the suit, you shouldn't have it. Which is basically like, no, like if I'm not here, you still got to be Spider-Man. You got to be a man, basically, and like learn to 
You know what I mean? Like just rise to the occasion. Rise to the occasion without all the help and assistance. Because he gave him a lot of help. He did. Made him his own suit. Everything was like nanotech, and everything was like you got someone you can talk to. It's all a lot of artificial intelligence yeah. when it came to communicating and stuff. He basically had his own Jarvis in there. He did. And uh, Spider-Man is not traditionally like that. Spider-Man maybe would eventually develop his own kind of thing like that, but this Peter Parker version of Spider-Man in, uh, in the MCU is nothing like that, yeah. at least not yet. So, you know, you fast forward. Like, I, I got kind of tired of the whole, like, um, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just felt like his Spider-Man just wasn't, like, clicking with me. And then, you know, No Way Home came out where, like, where they got they brought back all the old Spider-Man. Now, that film is not perfect. When I first watched that movie, like I said, I teared up. Cried. It was great seeing all these Spider Men from my childhood team up in one movie. Like it was a pipe dream years well, ago. Well, I mean, and, yeah, no, definitely. And, and it, it, something I can say that I've always wanted to see personally, but one thing I didn't like, and I, or I wouldn't say I didn't, I didn't consider it exactly fair, and maybe you'll disagree with this, was that I felt like they were really just using all of the parts that had like um, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, uh, this, the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, like all the part. He was just the comic relief. It was like he would do something and he'd fuck up, or or they they'd make a comment about. He's like, I just don't have any faith in myself, and I just can't do it. He was like the whiny Spider-Man. It's like okay, it's because you only got two movies. Like, why are you? <laughs> why, why are you like? Why are you like the pity party Spider-Man? Like, and and again, I understand that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Like I said, he's a bit more matured. He's a bit more grown up. And, and like you said, uh, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, he's a bit more of like the edgy, semi-not popular, popular, has friends, doesn't really have friends, Spider-Man, and Tom Holland is... Gen is, Z Spider-Man. Yeah, well, and honestly, I feel like Tom Holland is probably, when you look at younger adaptations of Peter Parker, where he's not a young man, or he doesn't quickly develop into a young man in the comics, and he's, he's actually like a teenager... I think that Tom Holland has embodied that very well. Yeah. Um, throughout his his uh, role as Spider Man. Yeah, and, and like I and like I said, you know, like No Way Home is a big is a big on nostalgia. Clearly, it's very big on nostalgia, and a lot of people don't know how to take off the nostalgia glasses to look at a film objectively and be like, look, there's a lot of plot holes in this film. I'm not gonna go roll the plot holes because there's a, there's a good amount of them. But I don't know. I just I don't know what it is. I think Tom Holland Spider Man needs to do something different. I'm glad that they're now, after that, they're taking more of a grounded approach with him where he's like, he don't got no technology. He's living in his own apartment. He's going to college on his own, probably. He's going to be struggling a lot. And he's, he makes his own suit now. Yeah. It's, that's, now we're, now we're onto the classic Spider-Man, what Spider-Man is supposed to be. So, you know, I'm here for it. I hope it does good. Um, but yeah, so that's our thoughts on, on the Spider-Man, what Sony has done, what Sony could potentially probably do. Just, we just hope that it's going to be good. Yeah, so, but now, the moment you guys have all been kind of waiting for, let's go ahead and talk about Across the Spider Verse. Now we are officially going to talk about this. Now you saw it premiere day, right? June second. Yeah. Well, June third, the day before. Went to the June special, 1st. the special showing. Okay, June first. That, that not everybody gets. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you should get it. You should get it. <laughs> little, little, little little birdie, let me know a little secret about about where I live. So yes, you so see these movies a little early sometimes. Description of the film: After reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is ca uh, catapulted across the multiverse, where he encounters a team of Spider People charged with protecting its very existence. However, when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles finds himself pitted between. All the Spider-Men trying to figure out his own way and why he, where he fits, and he learns secrets about himself. Okay, so I enjoyed the intro of this film. 
like like okay, we're gonna do this one more time. Where he like they they do that in the well, last. And, and they gave they gave a unique background at the beginning. Yeah, right? they, we and talk I, about Gwen. I don't I don't I don't know how many spoilers you want to give in this. So I don't. Oh no, go ahead. Much. This is this is spoiler spoiler spoiler. Okay, so you said it you said it a bunch of times. Spoilers so spoilers spoilers. Let me tell you what I hate about this movie. No, <laughs> let me tell you all the plot holes I don't like. We'll talk about no, the, um, we'll talk about the plot, then we'll go over what we liked, what we didn't like. Yeah, but no, no, I definitely like the intro to Gwen. And again, they they went back to that art artistic feel with this one um using colors flashes i mean and and much like the first um spider-verse spider-verse uh film i feel like this is one where you you have to watch it like 10 times to truthfully get this movie down because like with my with the original spider-verse film my son loved it so that was you know on repeat daily at least once a day minimum and you know, uh, you watch it a few times, you're like, oh, God, I, I hope the kid turns this off. But if you seriously watch it a few times, you get something new just about every time you watch it, whether it's something new in the graffiti, whether you notice, like, oh, look, the lights are dimming here, they're brightening here, there are reflections of red and blue here, and there are reflections of orange and pink here. What does that mean? I think they I think they went very artistic with this. Like, uh, whenever whenever Gwen is having the falling out with her father, the, the scenario is dark and gloomy yep. and red. Um, and then later on in the film, when she reunites with her father, you know, the, the whole screen turns essentially white, you know, to, to show that rekindling. So I think I think even from the beginning, they set that artistic premise, which is um, different and unique and something that they have seemed to want to incorporate with this Spider-Verse uh, franchise or, or um, uh, trilogy, whatever they decide to do with... It's going to be a trilogy. Yeah. I, I said, well, you, you could maybe make, make a six-tuplet. I don't know. Maybe they make six Spider-Verse films. They're, they're not... They're not real life people, so if they don't the, get if old. The money, if the money comes in, they gonna make more movies. <laughs> well, and you got to figure how many how many movies would these companies milk these actors for if they didn't age out? It's true. You know, like if, if Robert Downey Jr. was never gonna get older, I'm sure they would just be like, "Hey, do you want to indefinitely be Iron Man?" Like, <laughs> you know, since you're not gonna Robert be Downey like Jr. Old guy? I, I'm honestly like, I'm just I'm tired of the character. I wish he could do more. How does a hundred billion dollars sound? How's a hundred billion sound? How does a hundred billion dollars sound? Where do I sign? Goofy? Where do I sign? Huh. Um, but go ahead, continue your point about like the artistic style of the film, which but, I did. But no, like I, I think I think I, I just think that that's something that was kind of prominent through Spider Verse. And then prone it again um, in this second one. And uh, I think it's definitely one of those ones where you're going to want to get this on DVD, Blu-ray, download it, whatever you you know, you know do. I don't, I don't know what people do nowadays to keep these things. Um, find it on your favorite streaming service and watch it. Watch it a few times because you're going to find, if you're seriously watching this film, I can guarantee you're going to find something new every time you watch it. And, and, and that's like one of the beautiful things about films like these is like, like you were talking about the artistic style, like the, the color switch when the mood is bad, the color switch when the mood is good, happy, sad, angry, you know. Uh, that's that's a good thing when it comes to these films because it's easy for kids to understand. Like, kids know red is bad, green is good, right? And, uh, you know, not every kid may think that, but, you know, for the artistic style to change, like, it's easier for kids to understand and, and it's for other people to understand too. So... And it just shows the unique difference. It's different from like the live action thing. Live action tends to have music. It tends to have different facial expressions, which they have facial expressions here. But like the color and the different when things change, it's well, it, it kind of goes to like you know, if you read a book about something, it's very different than watching a movie or watching a screenplay or seeing a play in general. So uh, this is just another way for them to take that animated art style that they're using 
and uh, enhance that experience. And, and again, also, I mean, not only the um, art style with the imagery, but the art style with the music, the sounds yeah. they used. I mean, um, the different, the way that they did the different spiders, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, they might have one spider that's exceptionally cartoony. They might have one that's kind of clunky, like a, a comic book cutout. They might have one, a live action one that's a lot more, um, uh, uh, realistic mobile looking. or really? like, like, like uh, in their in their in their movement, I feel like is when I've seen the the biggest differences in, in the art style and how they allowed them to move and process throughout the universe. Um, for example, my my least favorite Spider-Man, uh, Anarchy Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Punk, whatever you know, whatever you know leftist Daniel Kaluuya le- Spider-Man, le- leftist uh, Ancom Spider-Man, the guy um, from Get Out, Daniel Kaluuya, and from Nope, Mer Nope, y- yes, yes, like they're really quiet. The brother, yes, yes, yeah, that's that's him. Great for him. I don't care. I love it. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just I, I, this is this is definitely where my political bias comes in. Um, but like even with him, you know, they they give an aura about him to show that he's like from this uh, punk era. Type. Called the Yuki. Well, well, okay. Actually, I because I like to do research on the opposition. I decided to look up Spider Punk and like where he's from. And in his actual universe, Norman Osborn takes over the U.S. And essentially turns it into a fascist dictatorship. Um, so, you know, with, with that being considered, like, yeah, is he is he leftist anarchist Spider Man? Yes, he is. But the reality that he comes from is like absolute hell. So <laughs> I can't I can't exactly like shit on the guy for being the polar opposite of whatever you know. Like, but again, I, I don't consider fascist right wing. So, you know, my my complete political perspective on this is is completely different than most people. Um, but again, with that being said, you know, like, uh, the most woke character, in my opinion, was probably Anarchy Spider-Man or Spider-Punk. See, like I said, you know, I, I like I said, I enjoy a lot but of... But let's, let's, let's we'll, we'll get to that part. We can complain about Spider-Punk when we get to that, because we're still talking about Gwen's intro, and I don't want to get too far off the okay, track. Okay, no, you're fine, you're fine. I was going to just kind of go on to that. But you cut uh, me out! Oh, my God! <laughs> no, I'm not being cut off. It's okay, it's okay. What are, you, are you spider cut off? Is that one of the multiverse <laughs> Spider-Men? Probably. Um, so, like, yeah, Gwen's intro was really nice. It was different. Um, I kind of already knew they were going to follow Gwen a lot in this film, based off of the trailers, based off of just what I've heard about the film. Um, it was a, I guess I would say it was a cold open, cold open where they don't really have the intro at the beginning. You just kind of go into the story and then eventually it gives you a, here's the credits across the spiders. Cause that's what they yeah, did. Yeah. So we get introduced to Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, whose fucking costume I love. Oscar Isaac voices him. I love Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac actually has played more Marvel characters than anybody has. Uh, he played, um, Apocalypse and X-Men Apocalypse. He played Moon Knight and now I believe he's played Spider-Man. So it's pretty cool. Um, well, I say, and what surprised me, and, and they'll probably save this for the continuation. They show a scene where he embraces that inner vampire at the very beginning. Yeah, he almost bites he, the vulture. Exactly, and yeah. so it's like I thought they were going to play more on that in they this didn't. film, and they 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 like talk about it a little bit and touch on it, but it's just like a feature of him. It doesn't it doesn't really, it's not really. Uh, uh, a, a too t- much in, like 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 he gets claws. He has his fangs, but he doesn't have too. It's not it's not like, oh, he's an evil vampire or something like that. I wasn't sure how they were going to spin that into there, but I, I guess he does have more control 
over that over than, those than other other vampire type characters in the Marvel universe. Now maybe that's just more of an effect of just like the spider that bit him, like that he yeah. got certain mutations. Not everybody just becomes oh I'm normal looking. Like there's Spider Man in the like the video you sent me, that thirty minute video you sent yeah. him. Like one of the Spider Men like ended up getting turned into like a freaking feral creature spider. Yeah. 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 So that's you know man spider man man spider <laughs> man. Well, I mean that, that is actually a Spider Man that was like. Turn into like. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Smosh thing, Man Spider. No, no, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to watch Smosh. Oh, this is old Smosh. I'm a loser. Okay? This is old Smosh, <laughs> and they were good. Um, but like, I, I enjoy him. I, I like, I like villains. So you know, he gave me villain vibes right from the beginning when he did that whole "I'm about to bite the vulture" and like even the art style of the vulture. Like, it's so crazy how they get that just to mix because that's yeah. not an easy thing to do when it comes to visual effects. When they have like a Leonardo da Vinci era oh, looking yeah. vulture. Then you have like the modernized, like pinky, bright color Gwen Stacy, oh, and then you have all the other. Then you got like Prego Spider Man or Spider Woman, Prego Spider Woman, where she's like for some reason riding around pregnant with a baby in her stomach and yeah, like I fighting I people. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you got an enforced womb from getting bit by a spider. Yeah, I was just kind of like this special could, Spider Woman. It finish be dangerous Spider Woman, but I was like whatever. She got a motorcycle. She never really could do much. Um, then they basically uh, end up recruiting Gwen Stacy, and like so. Did they? I don't think they really wanted to, though. Like they came in there because the vulture, because of what she and Miles did in the previous movie and the collider S- opening. Spider Man twenty ninety nine did not want her in there. Spider Woman, Prego Spider Man, or Spider Woman. Spider Prego. <laughs> Sp- Spider Prego. Spider She Day. Um. <laughs> go ahead, just go on, dude. Um, but pregnant Spider Woman. She. It, it's. I think it was supposed to be a reflection on her maternal instincts taking Gwen Stacy under their wing. And again, uh, the the central theme of the uh, pro Spider-Man 2099 people, if you will, is that, you know, there are certain things that happen throughout the Spider-Verse that can't be changed. And I don't know if, because, you know, her, her father was still alive and was the uh, commissioner, which is someone who's supposed to die in Spider-Man's life, apparently. Um, or the captain, I mean. Yeah. Uh, is supposed to die in Spider-Man's life. And... Her father, who was the captain, hadn't died yet. So I, it's kind of hard to be like, is it because that hadn't happened yet and they didn't want to mess with her timeline, which they technically did. Well, and, and maybe not. Maybe, maybe her father would have always stepped down. But Remember, he's he thought that she killed her Peter Parker because yeah. I believe her Peter Parker took some... Took the venom. He, he took the lizard serum. Oh, he took the lizard serum and it what it got him really it sick. Turned he, him to the lizard. And he died, right? No. He, oh no, he fought. She fought yes, him, she but fought him. but she didn't kill him. Oh, she killed him because well, he was the lizard, right? Well, I think I think it because it doesn't say directly what comic book this is based off of, so you can't exactly just like go, oh, well, this comic book has him die off this way. But it kind of suggests that maybe during their fighting, the building collapsed or something, and and that killed him. And once. He was killed by that. Uh, he reverted back to his Peter Parker self, which and he died. Yeah, which uh, Gwen Stacy obviously didn't know while fighting him, um, and probably would have held back and tried to detain him uh, rather than let him die. But again, everyone has someone close to them that dies as Spider-Man, and that was her uncle Ben, essentially. Yeah, and like you know, her father tells at the beginning of the film, like we're getting close on the catching the person who killed your friend he's like I don't on catching the spider or spider woman like I don't care dad like she knows it's her obviously he yeah. doesn't know it's her but like her dad obviously cares about her he's not like this yeah. typical like I don't care like you're just blah 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 but obviously there's a, t- a clear disconnect between Spider-Man's a menace and then her just like no Spider-Man's not like Spider-Man's pretty well yeah and, and like, Spider-Woman's pretty I mean you know it's like how do you if you're, if you're a spider person like how do you tell 
how do you tell your relatives? How do you tell them without getting shoot them in the face with whips? <laughs> without without getting a, you know, putting them in danger or again, you know, not just Gwen Stacy, but a multitude of, of Spider Men have had this problem where it's like they want to work with the police, they want to work with the law, but they can't because. Spider-Man's You're a vigilante. Exactly. Spider-Man, it's not a Batman vigilante, but... You're Antifa, uh, Spider-Man. Antifa, uh, he is in this one. Anarchy Spider-Man, I'm telling you. But, so, eventually, Miguel O'Hara, like I said, they come in, they basically regretfully, I guess, yeah, regretfully, but reluctantly yeah, recruit so um, Gwen to their little group, and then we get, boom, as soon as they go through the portal, boom, intro to the, across the Spider-Verse, boom. Yep. And then we go back to Miles' story, which... I love Miles Morales. I love the guy who voices Miles Morales. I think that anything like, like it's gonna be sad when this this story of Miles Morales is over. But I think they've done a really good job with bringing in the character of Miles Morales. Um, like I love the intro, like the callbacks of the first film. Okay, let's do this one last time. Yep. I'm the I'm the one and only Spider Man for uh, Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn yeah. I'm the one and only Spider Man for Brooklyn, and this and this and that basically shows what he's been up to at this period of time. And, uh, you know, he still has his, his father, which in the Spider-Man game, his father does die. Uh, he has his mother. And I guess his mother isn't voiced by J-Lo. I thought his mother was voiced by J-Lo. Uh, I, I kept saying my whole time, <laughs> I, hate, I hate J-Lo, man. She was annoying. She's, like, she's fine, but goddamn, I would hate to hate to date that girl. I hate to talk to her in real life. I hate to talk to her in real life. I'm like, your movies are just mid. Mid as fuck. Mid as fuck. But, um... Uh, his dad, his uh, you know, his dad is. I like the father, the parent, parental figures that like aren't is like the stereotypes, if you get what I mean. Like, what, what do you mean? Stereotypes in the sense of like, oh, like they're just on his ass all the time, fucking just like this or that. Like you, sh- like you get, I, you get I the vibe, it, you get the vibe that his parents actually care about him. Well, it, I think it shows the human aspect of being a parent, and as a parent, you know, I mean, my son, he's he's still very young. Your so son's Spider Man. No. <laughs> you didn't tell me this. You're in Spider-Man. He's trying to be Goku he, here lately. He's doing athletic trick training. He's doing flips. Of course. Um, he's training to be Goku right now. So that's right. yeah, no, Spider-Man. Next week it'll be Chewbacca. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but anyways, um, no, I think it, I just think it kind of shows like the parenting side of being a parent. You know, like yeah, his dad is stern with him. His he gets grounded for three months, whatever. But <laughs> The reasoning behind that is because his parents are like, there's something wrong. We don't know what's going on. He's going to ruin his life. We care about him. We want him to get his shit together. And I think a lot of parents, like whether you have good parents or bad parents, and, and I'm talking about from a real-life perspective, not not like a comic book perspective, I think most parents that are involved in their children's life want what's best for their children. You know, Even if they don't know how to do that themselves, that's that's what they, they want. So I think that, it, that this... Spider-Verse did really good, and even, again, even with Gwen Stacy's father, you know, whenever they have their rekindling moment, you know, at the end of the day, he's just happy that she's home, because he has no idea where she's gone, So, and he was so upset and distraught that he quit his job, you know, I mean, uh, and that's something that, you know, when, when parents really care about their kids and something happens to their kid, it deeply impacts them and impacts their life, you know, it's, you know, um, they might be able to wear a, a tough face for a while, but at the end of the day, it's gonna mess them up, and and I again I think it goes for good parents and bad parents as long as they have good intent. Yeah, and like like I said, you know, it's really refreshing to see a, 
a relationship between family and uh, positive black father in the household. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that, but not, I wasn't going there. But I, I meant more <laughs> on along the lines of just like they try to do it in films with like the family. Oh, but the, the characters just don't come off right. They, yeah. Like they don't, they're not written very well. Like when you hear like the voice lines, like the voice lines. The voice actors are different than actual, you know, physical actors. actors yeah. Like physical actors have to put a little bit more into it. But voice actors, it's it's still, I would say, maybe sometimes even more, because you have to go over those lines again. Like those lines got to come out perfect to where like they sound genuine. Because you're talking, you're basically voicing over an animated, you know, pixel that gets yeah. turned. Well, into. I mean, you may not even know what you're going to look like as your character when yeah. you do this. So you, they just say, "Hey, look, this is what's going on." Now say your lines. Say it in a way that sounds like you're being a caring parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they have to do their best. Like, okay, like I'm a, sound like I'm a concerned parent in this scene. No. Sound like I'm an angry, disciplined parent, but I want what's best for my kid in this scene. So they do a great job with like, m- like making you like, you know, not cringe at the family stuff. Because like sometimes in movies when they have the family stuff, it's just like, dude, come on. It just, it just doesn't. They don't. They, they don't. They're not convincing as parents. They do the the actors and actresses do a pretty good job. As convincing parents that actually care about their son, yeah, and, and like you, you can feel the relationship, even though they're animated characters. Yeah. So, um, but you know, we have Miles. Uh, we have his introduction. We introduce to the villain of the movie, the Spot. Um, I don't know too much about. No. What did you think about him when you first seen him, like in commercials and stuff, like before you even like got to see like what he was gonna be like on the big screen? Why is this guy dressed like a cow? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I thought he was not the main villain. I thought he was. I thought he was like some side joke. I thought that's what he was. He was too. gonna beat him up real quick, and then the real villain was gonna be revealed as someone totally different. Yeah, I, but he made a great villain in my opinion. He did pretty I mean, good. Like I, he's I pe- thought he did really. He good progressed from like bumbling buffoon kind of like yeah. idiot, but like he took it. So I, I don't know. He because they said he was a scientist that worked. Uh, he worked on the collider that Miles Morales and, and set off and um, Kingpin all like yeah yeah, yeah yeah basically they they set off the collider that that altered the. The multiverse, yeah, and created the Spider Verse and made everything, all this stuff, like happen. Um, so, so I'm kind of glad they tied it into that, kind of explain that more. It gives it gives a bit more background to like everything going on um, in the universe outside of what we just got to see. Um, Do apologize, people. We are outside, yeah, so this, if the, if the audio sounds kind of wonky, we're just using the laptop. Devin might sound better at times. I might sound better at times. We are outside right now. We had to turn it off because there was some gay on a motorcycle earlier. Some gay. Now there's somebody starting their car. How but dare it's okay. you drive your car? How you dare own. you drive your car? I'm doing a podcast you're, right now, damn it. You're killing the environment. Okay. Killing the environment. You know how many trees you just killed by starting your car? I don't know, but you should. You should. <laughs> um, but anyway, go on. But um, yeah, no, I, I was, I was like. Okay, this guy's gonna be like a one-note joke. Like maybe he's gonna be on a team of villains and like that's how they plan him off at first. You know, pop up periodically as like this little goofy comic relief, and he kind of is a goofy. He comic was relief. funny. I thought he I was know, funny. I, I loved his little his little. Oh, intro no, scene. that hand's not supposed to go there. Sorry. Yeah, he's like, trying hey, y'all, man, that's my idea, man. Well, I'm not really robbing you. I'm robbing the bank. You think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I, I think he's a, a good character, and and it had a great villain progression. Like, right, you see. You see his descent into true villainy from and this madness. Like from was... this petty crook that's like, oh, I don't know how I'm gonna survive because literally I look like a meat <laughs> sack with black dots on me. Uh, to to I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be your villain. I'm gonna destroy the universe and I'm gonna show you that I'm worth the time that you don't think I'm worth. So again, I think it was a great great villain progression. Um, showed uh, showed the 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 capability and and again. 
goes back to the whole, you know, uh, every every villain is just a hero that chose the wrong path. You know, yes. because looking at the amount of power he has, if he was on the good guys team, you know, if he was an Avenger, if he was, if he was, you know, not a bad guy. They don't have Mr. Pibbs in this universe. Hang on, let me there throw one of my go. spots. See? I'll go get Mr. Pibbs. Love Mr. Pibbs. It's actually called Mr. Gibbs in this universe, but it's the same thing. I don't want it. I don't want to send it back. Send it back. It's not that simple. It's not, it's not. Yeah, but it is though. It is. You just go put a hole and reach your hand in there, grab it. Um, but I thought I thought it was cool when he was like traveling from all the different universes. Oh yeah. Like we get he's in the Eddie yeah in like the Eddie Brock Venom universe talking to the uh, the Asian lady who owns the market. I thought that I was well, like I that. You see this stuff all the time. He's like basically she seen a lot of stuff. Like I thought that was cool. I popped at that. Uh, getting to see all the other little universes and everything, I thought was really cool. Well, and then too. It, it also and then the way they used the that multiverse scene to incorporate the Spider Verse and um, Spider Man Twenty Nine's little. Uh, Watch, well, like the cross, like I don't know what would you call it a team, his 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 time incursion team, because uh, the first thing after that is that after that happens, Lego Spider Man calls <laughs> Spider Man twenty ninety nine. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of that's kind of funny. Like that's kind of that's kind of an interesting way to to, to, to incorporate that or whatnot. But and again, and it, it gets back to Gwen Stacy coming into Miles Morales' Spider Verse um, to try and get the spot. Um, but uh, lose my goddamn train. Lose your train. It's okay. Um, basically, like we don't see after Gwen Stacy goes with them, we don't really see her going through trials to be with the team. Yeah. Like, there's clearly some sort of motive she has behind. Like, she goes to go see Miles in his universe to go visit him really quick. But I'm like, in the way, I'm like, did she do this on purpose because she wanted to visit her friend? Or did she do this because, like, it was, like, a way of baiting him in, knowing that Miles doesn't like to listen? Well, I and he think, went with her anyway. I, I think she was sent there to get the spot. And I'm, something tells me, if you if you were to see the behind-the-scenes conversation on who's going to go on that mission, I feel like she probably begged to go on the mission. Probably. And that Spider-Woman probably Convinced. backed her up in that choice and was like, let her give her the chance. You know, it's okay. And um, when she went there, she put a drone on the spot. And hung out with Miles, yeah. And, and so she abandoned her miss- mission, uh, abandoned her post, and uh, essentially leads to everything getting fucked up. Now, of course, we don't know what the alternative would have been if she would have actually followed him, um, but that is what progresses the story. Yeah, and then Miles is obviously the type of person who doesn't like to listen, so he went against her wishes and followed her. And, and I'm not gonna lie, getting onto the anarchist Spider-Man now. When we found out about Hobie, and it's like, who's Hobie? And you can see Miles Morales is very clearly, like, falling for Gwen, or has fallen for Gwen. And I'm like, ah, this bitch. She's out in the Spider-Verse getting spider dick, <laughs> getting spider dick down from all the different Spider-Men. And, of course, she chooses anarchist, leftist, yeah, loser. Did she really? Yeah. She, she chose Spider-Punk. That was her she, That was her replacement. It was the other black Spider-Man. Oh, Apparently, man. she has a type. I guess. Uh, <laughs> trying, to fill, trying to fill that crevice. With on, any man. spider human that happens to be black, I guess. Ah, man, well, I... he was—he was actually African European, not African American. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It's totally different. <laughs> but I, I, okay, see, I didn't realize that either because I was kind of confused. You didn't make that connection. No, I didn't make that connection. Oh uh, man, you're gonna watch it again. It's gonna be so much worse now. I'm like, wow, it's what? gonna ruin the first half of the movie oh, for man. you. But like, I don't know, like, um, getting introduced to all different Spider-Mans. We got introduced to Scarlet Spider. We got introduced to, like, Spider-Punk. We got introduced to a lot of different cool Spider-People. And, like I said, I don't mind seeing the different Spider-People. Um, 
But anyway, back to the movie. Let me go ahead and move this thing your way a little bit. Like I said, guys, bear with us with the audio. I only have one mic, and we're outside in a little porch where there's a cactus that's literally on like the left of me right now. Where if I fall, I'll die. Look, this cactus. cactus is older than I am. I'm I'm pretty old. I'm pretty old. Yes. So um, <laughs> but anyway, so like I don't know, like um, when they were introducing all the other Spider Men, I thought it was really cool. It's so cool seeing different kinds of Spider Men because I'm like, which ones are my Funko Pops? Which one is this one? <laughs> this is good. This one's good. Um, so who was your favorite Spider Man that they introduced? Because they got like Metro Boom and Spider Man. Uh, probably, probably Indian Spider Man. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely wanted to read one of his. Just again, for me, it's literally it's 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 like okay, I've seen Spider Man now. Let me see the villains. Like that's really the only thing I want to see is is all the different villains, all the different stories that they could make out of it. Uh, although again, it is kind of disheartening to think that like, oh, every Spider-Man has certain parts of his story that have to happen. Which again, Miles Morales challenges in this movie, but it, it's like to me, it's like, oh, well, that kind of kind of makes it seem like it's more of a, you know, in the, in this version of the Marvel universe, it's it's a destiny based thing instead of a fate based thing. You know, like it has like, to cause, happen. Cause, yeah, you know, and and if not, well, the only consequence is everything is destroyed. You know, See, or as, a little far fetched. As, like as anarchist Spider Man would say, it's a metaphor for capitalism. <laughs> but I, like I said, it, no, it's that's a quote. Yeah, it's really what he that's said. It's a movie quote. Yeah, whenever the whenever he saves the Indian uh, police captain. Um, and he, uh, Miles Morales, uh, messes up the storyline, and the giant building starts falling into a black hole. He's like, "Uh, this is a metaphor for capitalism." Okay, oh, I remember, oh, I remember be, that line. Way to be an edgy anarchist guy. In my universe, we get money. free. In my universe, we get free college. I, I don't think so. <laughs> in, in his universe, they they are under fascist dictatorship, like the Nazis, but Norman Osborn. Norman, the the Nasborns. Nasborns, exactly. Nasborns. You thought Nasbulls were bad. What the hell? <laughs> I'm not even mad. Okay, you're but like, I don't know. There. My favorite Spider-Man would probably be Spider-Man 2099. I like the. It's just part of the suit, and like, it's always cool seeing a Mexican Spider-Man. I don't really care about their race. I don't know. I it's mean, a, it's cool because like now as I get a to, white person who has everything in my color. <laughs> I get to dress up like Mexican Spider-Man now, it's, and it's not weird. Like if I dress up like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, they're like, "What are you doing? You're not." Well, Spider-Man. I mean, if you put a sombrero on, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Sombrero Spider-Man? You said Mexican. Because Miguel O'Hara is Mexican. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought you meant Spider-Man with like a Mexican twang. No, what the fuck? I no, literally no, brought up 2099 Spider-Man. No, I'm fucking with you. Okay, I was uh, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Although, but, I, I'm not going to lie, Spider-Man with a sombrero and a poncho would be pretty cool. There probably is. Honestly, there probably is a Spider-Man. I'm sure if you look like at, yeah. If you look close enough in the multiverse. Like, um, uh, it was crazy because like, you know, you have like okay, so the guy who plays Indian Spider-Man, I don't yeah. know if it's Punjabi, I don't know what he was specifically, but Indian Spider-Man, that's the guy who plays Dopinder, the Indian guy from Deadpool, the taxi oh, really? driver. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's him. Yeah, so like a lot of people. I love Dopinder. And then Scarlet Spider is Andy Samberg. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I didn't notice that at first. Like, so I believe the guy who plays <laughs> Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy's Peter Parker, is Jack Quaid, the guy from The Boys, like the nerdy guy. I don't watch The Boys. Okay, you never seen The Boys. I'm, I'm a loser. Remember? Yes. Um, Dennis Quaid's son. It's, it's not. What's the fuck? Okay, it's okay. Hey, 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 look, it's just uh, I'm, I'm better with faces, not with names. But ba- basically, the whole plot is based the, the the whole plot centers around like you said, you like they like Miles Morales' father has to die. Yep. That's his uncle Ben, yep. and without him dying, it destroys basically everything. Like, and like the, the whole group of Spider Men 
Like, it's basically, it's like, our job is to make sure that that happens. Well, see, I don't... Is it his Uncle Ben? Or is it just another defining point in Spider-Man's life? It's Uncle Ben in the sense of, like, the defining point in his life that basically... that's Well, because wasn't... What about Spider-Man from the original multiverse? Didn't he have, like, an Uncle Ben moment with him whenever... He died, or I, maybe this doesn't count because not. Well, because remember, or... remember the uh, the that Spider-Man Miles was not supposed to become the Spider-Man in his universe. Yeah. The spider that bit him in that universe was um, from Earth forty-two. Yeah. So that spider came from a different universe and bit him, and I believe the spider that came in that universe is the one that is in the universe at the end towards the end of the movie. Remember where we find out like with. Where, where he went to the wrong yes, DNA. He, he, yeah. he got back to the and wrong. He, and he met Miles Morales Prowler or whatever. Yeah, like the with the braids in his hair. Which I thought was kind of a cool I thought that twist. was a cool universe. Like, when they bring back... Um, <laughs> I don't know if I say it was a cool universe. It looked like, you know, San Francisco or like well, L.A. But well, I mean, like the color scheme. I like the color scheme. Ah, purple. Green and pur- yes, green and purple. Pretty cool. Like, um... It was cool seeing uh, Donald Glover. As, yes. Donald Glover as the Prowler. I was, cool. I was wondering who they were going to have as like a main... Like live action crossover Spider Man. I was like, oh, they're gonna bring back one of the Spider Man, and then they they had him. So I was like, oh, okay. Although they do make reference multiple times to um, Uncle Ben from the original Tobey Maguire universe. They show. They also talk about Doctor Strange, which apparently that little thing about oh, don't get me started on Doctor Strange and his Spider Man. Apparently that was not sanctioned by Marvel. That was not okayed. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, Sony's like, remember, motherfuckers, we own Spider Man. We we want because in the in the continuity of the Marvel universe in the MCU, it's supposed to be Earth six one six, and they basically said it's Earth nine 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 nine. So that fucks up the con. Now Marvel's gonna have to be like, I guess we're Earth nine 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 now. <laughs> how bad do you guys want Spider Man? That's like Sony's like, how bad you want Spider Man? You gonna listen to us? Or you guys gonna do your own thing? Which, you know, kind of a dick move, but that's just Sony. Sony's basically saying, like, flexing there, basically, like, we own Spider-Man, motherfucker. We can take him out anytime. Well, again, personally, for me, I mean, like, it's a great reference. It's free advertisement for the entire other... Uh, <laughs> that was an accident. I didn't... Wait, what? No. No, no. <laughs> no, it was... But that was that was free advertisement for the, the main Marvel Cinematic Resident Universe. Third. You know what I mean? Like, it's... it's it, to me, I, I if they seriously, if Marvel seriously gets mad about that or considers that diss or like shitting on their franchise, like it's stupid. Like, like what you should do is make a rebuttal back in another movie, like and say something funny about like cartoons. Just have or Deadpool whatever. say something. Oh God, I can't. Are, are they going to bring him in? Yeah, he wants to do this. Deadpool three. Yeah, that, yeah. And and isn't um Hugh Jackman? Yes. yes. It's the basically only good. Wolverine. It's basically going to be about Deadpool fucking up the timeline. It's like when he tried to go when he went back in time at the end of Deadpool uh, two. Okay. Because he's going to basically go bring back Wolverine and it's going to fuck up. Oh, thing. is that why? Yeah, the TVA is going to go okay. after them and stuff like that, and then eventually he's going to come to the MCU universe where he can't cuss, can't cuss. Well, no I'm good. sure they'll make a what do they call it? Red line, Maybe. red line movie where where he can cuss. Maybe, hopefully so. Like and I'd like to call him like Peter Parker. You're just a little bitch. Like that'd be really funny. Calls him a little bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, my thing would be like, like, oh, I'm a knockoff of you. I get it now. I get you it know now. what I mean? Like just play on that little relationship between them because he's a knockoff of, of Deathstroke and um, Spider-Man, supposedly, or at least his costume is. Yeah, the costume and stuff is based off a lot of that. But like, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, like I can see why Marvel would be pissed off about that because like. Marvel is like they don't directly say it. The only time they call their Earth six one six is in Spider Man uh, Far From Home with Mysterio. 
Yeah. Or he, but he was lying the whole time. So it's like, was he really lying, or is it actually Earth six one six? Yeah. So it's not really confirmed, but like they either gonna go based off of what Miguel O'Hara said, and that's Earth nine 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 nine. Or it's the Earth six one six main comic books universe from the comics. So well, and again, again, like I said, I think the best thing for Marvel to do in the situation is to roll with it, and not care and not address it, or to make some sort of joke back in another Marvel movie. Anything shy of that is shooting. Like, are we in Earth six one six? Earth six one six or nine nine nine? Earth one two three? It doesn't matter. We're the main blah blah blah. Just something like that. Some, something to something to because they might have gone over it in Doctor Strange. I might believe. Because that is a multiverse. What, what the what universe they're in? Yes. Oh, probably. probably. So, uh, but that movie's you know that movie's a shitty movie and forgetful. So who really cares? Mid-verse. But um, a cool scene that I did like was when they were chasing all the Spider Man when they're chasing each other through like yes. all the like the halls. Like that was cool. Yeah. That was fun. Kind of shows how incompetent a lot of the Spider People are. From being honest, like well, well and again, you got to remember Miles Morales is being an individual. He's he's going against the grain and the community of spider people they're all working as this one singular net of people they're not they're not being spider-man because spider-man is, is an individual you know he he may go along with the group but he only does it if his heart's truly in it and miles morales's heart was truly in getting away from that weird decrepit spider-verse that essentially seen him as a number. default in the programming it's a number um the the uh, what do they call it the original um, not like glitch in the matrix they have a specific word for it um, in the movie that they use but he is the original so uh, they they kind of see him as the problem and he's like I'm just trying to live my life like um, and a- again it was a really it was kind of a really harsh scene um, with Spider Man 2099 and uh, Miles Morales whenever he's like you are not Spider Man you were never supposed to be Spider Man. Um, in my opinion, at least, because again, it's like you know that that wasn't a very Spider-Man thing to say, you know. <laughs> kind of a villain thing to say, you know. And, and again, that that is supposed to be the whole the whole draw of him is that he's like the anti-hero Spider-Man in this kind of movie. Like he's he's doing the he's doing the greater good, um, you know. As as Anarchy Spider-Man would say, it's a metaphor for communism. You know, you do what's best for everybody, even if it means that your father has to die. Um, which again, that's, that's just me making it political when I don't have to, but um, you know, I, I think that's something that is, it's kind of interesting to see the the lengths that he's willing to go to to try and discourage and uh, manipulate the Spider-Man into giving up. And, and again, you know, if he would have, if if uh, Miles Morales would have just gone with it, you know, maybe they would have accepted him into the ranks. But he fought against it. And fought against the system. <laughs> but but uh, it, it, like I said, you know, it's it's a simple plot. It's uh, like, I don't know, I don't know what it was to you. I don't know if it would seem this way, but the movie seemed really long to me. Like I was kind of relieved at the end when we got to that last universe where we find out what you know he's in the wrong universe. Like I was kind of relieved in that sense. Yeah. Like okay, it's over now. But I was like kind of like oh goddamn, I got blue balls. Like what no, the hell? No, okay. Getting to the very end, I don't like to be continued. I'm not a fan of it. That, okay. that was probably one of my least favorite parts. Because honestly, Anarchy Spider-Man, as much as I want to complain about his politics and his... <laughs> You're just on politics, this Anarchy Spider-Man? No, 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 you're not wrong. As much as I want to complain about him, they do make him the good guy in the end. You know, he does give Gwen his um, transporting watch so that she won't glitch out in uh, other universes because hers is taken away from uh, from her by... Uh, Miguel. Miguel, so... Um, you know, he, he does kind of come back and, and avenge his... 
left wing spider thing, you know, and and, and uh, gives Miles Morales the ability to to re- reconcile with Gwen or whatever, or give really gives Gwen the ability to reconcile with um, Miles. Um, but again, much like uh, whenever Gwen goes back to his actual universe and realizes that he was sent to um, forty two. I, I, again, I, I could have sat there and watched another two hours personally. Um, so I really hope the next movie is just as long or at least just as good. Um, and, and we find out more about these, uh, the Spider-Verse, um, and all the consequences of it. Um, but, you know, I, I just, I just, I hate the to be continued. It's like, I want, I want a good solid end. And it's like, now I'm like, oh great. Now I gotta wait another year, two years for the next movie to come out. Whenever we could have had a more solid end, like in the because last interest one. can be you can lose interest. You be like, I don't really care about. Well, it's not even about losing interest. Like I just, I'm greedy. I want to see it now. Like <laughs> I don't want to wait two years. Yes, take my money. Sony, you guys have money, don't you? Yes, we do. We're taking our time. Oh god damn it! But like, okay, I thought the twist of how he was in that different universe. I thought that was pretty cool. No, it was a great twist. I was like, this is fucking. But cool. like I said, that to me, I'm like, okay, let me go take a pee break, then go refill my popcorn. Okay, get my free refill. All right. And let me come and sit back down and watch this goddamn video or this movie to the end. Let me finish it. But uh, you but think you a break I, in the middle of the movie? No, no. I'm just saying. Like, oh, like, it's like, know, I, it, like instead of it be saying to be continued, it's like, hey, everybody you're like, gets, what twist are you talking? Every, about? Everybody, like, <laughs> everybody gets thirty minutes. You can go get your refill your popcorn, take a piss, take a poop, whatever you have to do. You know, relieve yourself. Like an inter- intermission. Yes, an intermission. Yeah, wonderful, an intermission. And then, Some uh, people have actually proposed that with like longer films. Like, can't they have like an intermission where you like take fifteen minute break? Possibly. I mean, back. if they if they wanted to do that, yes. But I mean, they'll lose more money that way. They, yeah, there's probably a lot of people that would say, "Hey, we're gonna watch a four hour movie." Means of time. No, no, don't get me wrong. Like, there's nothing wrong with like not being into the movie at the time, or like just being like, "Oh man, I really didn't really didn't mean to sit for four hours," you know? Like, but. Again, for me, I, I like I said, Spider Man's one of my favorite heroes. It's easier, for, it's easy for me to get into it and enjoy it. And again, uh, you know, it, with me saying that I hate the to be continued, that's really for me to say like I I loved the story in this one. I loved the way it went. Um, I didn't like I said I didn't feel like I seen something from Ben Shapiro where he was like pointing out like all the woke shit and they like micro analyzed every little thing in there. They're like there's a trans flag in the background here, and as annoying as that can be. Uh, it wasn't in your face. It wasn't like uh, America Chavez, where she has like a trans flag on her jacket, and she's like, "Well, you know, everywhere else in the universe is communist and food is free." Even though she steals it. Even though, even, even though it's like, okay, well, you know, what about all the slaves? What about, yeah, people who <laughs> work for free? slave labor in in your communist utopia. But let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> they have, they all have the socialized man, and these ones. Um, but um, but no, with the politics. Y- yes, but I, like I was saying, the whole twist of the film, I like that. Like, like that last universe, you be like, it just kind of looks like ghettos in Virginia. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I guess, but like, I like the colors. Okay, okay. sorry, Stockton, California. My bad. Eh. We all have our preferences of what the ghetto looks like. Green and purple. Like this is pretty cool. And like when uh, his mom is all like, "Mijo, what happened to your braids?" He's like, "Oh, I just took them out or whatever." And you're like, "Oh shit." What the fuck? Something. I'm not going to lie. I, that didn't catch on. Until, I didn't catch on until, until like... Until the uncle came in. And I was like, oh, uh, something's fuck, going on. Like, yeah. Bro, he's, he's not in this right universe. And I'm not going to lie. I thought that the twist was going to be that his dad was the prowler and his uncle was a cop. I didn't expect them to be like, no, no, no. Your uncle is still the bad guy. And he so, taught... He, he taught... 
evil Miles Morales to become the Prowler. Because that's what I feel. I feel like that's how the story was. So go. did his dad die? Yes. It was married to his mom. His dad yes. died, and his uncle came in and smashed his mom. I don't know. I mean, okay, it did feel that way. Because I think he lives there. Did it feel that way? That's he, what okay. I got the impression of. I didn't. I didn't feel like he was just stopping to check in on his brother's wife. He was coming to. Oh, check he was. He in. was checking in he and was, checking out was, every morning. He was exactly. He's checking like, inside of her. He's like Look, checking on her, a, checking in on her. This face. is the bad universe. All the stereotypes are true here. Oh, <laughs> like, because well, when he pulled up, I thought it was a cop car that pulled up. I could have sworn too, but maybe, maybe, maybe not. it was just another car. Again, like I said, you gotta watch the movie fifteen times. You find something new every time. See, and that's one of the things. And also, too, maybe one of the reasons why I was like, "Man, this is taking a while to go on," is, and I thought it was a little long. It's just because like, there's so much going on. There is. There is a lot. Like I, again, and like if you I have said, God, I feel bad for someone who's got like ADHD. Oh yeah, it's not the movie for you, it's right? Not the movie but for you. well, I mean, there's bright colors and stuff. But besides that, it's just really not the movie for you. But I mean, I think. Uh, I, again, I, th- I just think it's one of those movies you have to watch again and again to really get the, the full story and the full picture, and you have to seriously watch it. And again, yeah, it's a kid's movie, but if you enjoy this type of stuff, I think it's, it's definitely enjoyable. Like I said, whether it's like finding something new in a graffiti that you didn't realize, uh, hearing the story differently, being like, oh, well, I was kind of zoned out of this part the first time I watched it, but now I'm actually zoned into it, so I'm paying attention and I'm getting a lot more of the story now. I know that's definitely something that happened with me and the original Spider-Verse movie, so I feel like this one, if, if I get it on, like I said, DVD, Blu-ray, um, download it off some system, or whenever it comes to a streaming service, and watch it a couple more times, um, you know, I, I think that I'm going to see more story. And I, I, I'm, it's again, it's one of those movies where every time you watch it, you gain a little bit more. Gain a little bit more next yes. time. Like, okay, what did you think about bringing back Peter B. Parker? Uh, the one yeah, that has the baby. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. I, I, it's kind of interesting that he had a kid. And I, I, I didn't know how to feel about him being like, I had my kid because of you, but then him still totally being on the side. Yeah, that's so, what I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like, okay, they're like they're giving you a heart-wrenching moment, but it's like, no, nah, just kidding. He's the a fucking good, liar. The greater good. Blah, He's blah, a liar. Blah. Jake Johnson, I believe, voices him. Right. Yeah, and yeah. He, was, he was one of my favorite Spider-Men in the first one because he was like a Spider-Man giving up on himself. Yeah, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been doing this for years, and this shit's starting to hurt, and you know, the spider genes they help, but they're not, you know, it's not like it used to be, and you know, when you do this for 15 years, you're getting cut up every other night, you know. Again, it is it is matured Peter Parker. He's not a teenager anymore. He doesn't have the same. Abilities he went through a divorce, nasty divorce with his wife, and everything. He said that. Oh, okay, and and was his was his wife Mary Jane? Yes, because they obviously rekindled the relationship, yes. which is good. Yes, you know, and I'm happy to see that that happens in movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> so you're Spider-Man, Devin. No, <laughs> you're you're Spider-Man. That's it. That's it. You're Spider-Man. Um, but um, like I said, I um, I, I thought it was cool at the end. I already know what's going to happen in the next film. It's like Spider-Man wins, obviously. <laughs> but like spoilers. But like like the spot, right? The spot like was a good villain. I really enjoyed him. Yeah. I be, I just hope for the next film that he just doesn't like. Okay, clearly the next one was gonna start off where we left off. Yeah. I really hope they don't kill the spot like right, right away. The, oh, like, he's right dead right now within the first fifteen minutes, and then the new bad guy is Prowler I th- Miles Morales. I I think that they're going to, like I said, I know you said this is gonna be probably a trilogy. I think there's gonna be more expansion than a trilogy. So I think the second one is gonna end. On another cliffhanger type thing, maybe not a to be continued. It might have a more solid ending, but I think they're gonna leave Miles more like like 
I, I think what they're going to do is they're going to start off getting Miles Morales out of that universe. And when they get him out of that universe, it's going to show the Prowler version of Miles Morales that there's a multiverse out there. And so I think what's going to happen is once they rescue him, assuming they don't kill off the Prowler or whatever, the, the Miles Morales Prowler, they're going to go fight Spot, whatever. It's going to unite all the Spider-Men. They're going to have to work together to fight him. He, uh, Miguel is going to realize that, oh, your father doesn't have to die, so his father's going to live, and it's not going to completely shatter the Spider-Verse, but when you get to that end credit scene, um, it's going to show the the uh, the Miles Morales Prowler possibly making his own either Miles like Prowler team or hunting down um, the other Miles Morales. But also, too, in my, there's 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 no end credit scene with this movie. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, it's kind of upsetting. Yeah, I, I was like, I always, I was like, let me look up on my phone with the end credit scene. My my friend's like, no, there's not. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just kind of like, okay, I guess that's because it's a, to be continued. It's a, it's a nice little touch to the to the. Like, I enjoy it. Like, it's it's one of my favorite parts of the Marvel movies. Is like seeing what they're gonna do at the end, even if it's something stupid and quick. It's like, oh, then, well, but then everybody copies this guy. Be both good to be every movie now. I'm totally fine with that if they plan on continuing the movies. I mean, to me, it's just added story. Like, no, not even like superhero movies. Like other other franchises. Like, yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I don't. I mean, I I know where it came from, so it's like I get it. It's just like a thing that really kind of started with like Marvel movies or whatever, and that's why they might be doing it. But again, it's like it kind of gives you a little like you feel like you're getting a little secret tidbit that like no one else is gonna know until they see it. Like especially if you see it in the movies. Um, and again, it's like oh well, like we're sitting here and we're saying like oh like, or my speculation, you know, oh well they're gonna. Save uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales from Prowler Miles Morales. They're going to beat Spot. They're going to come together. Realize that Miguel is wrong and Spider-Man's dad doesn't have to die. And then Miguel's going to see the error of his ways. Something like that. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> um, this is this Cactus Spider-Man here? Jesus. Then uh, Prowler's going to come into it and um, become the next villain set up. Or, or maybe he joins Maybe he joins the spot. I don't, I don't know exactly, but without an end credit scene, we're completely left to, to guess. An end credit scene, I mean, whether it's, you know, Thanos putting on the glove or the gauntlet, whether it's Where did like, Thanos show up here? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I know, I know. In the other cinematic universe. Oh, the you other silly, You silly goose. Which one? There's like a bunch of them now. I, yeah, technically. Um... But you, but you know what I mean. Like it just kind of—it's yeah. like oh, you can be like oh man, who was that? Who who's that villain? Like that's another thing is like like getting interested in villains and being like oh, that's Mephisto, yes. Yeah, who was who was this person? Like oh, <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and do some research on it. So like to me, it's like again, it's it's that free advertisement, that free open exposure that makes you think, um, and cutting it out just to cut it out, I, I don't understand that. Yeah, no, um, I think it was just mainly because there's is it to be continued, so like yeah. they don't want to tease anything else. And there's like a writer strike going on in Hollywood right now, so I don't know when that movie's gonna come out. Like apparently a lot of movies are gonna get shelved and just like put on delay because there's a writer strike. I don't I don't even know too much about it. I'll tell you something about that off of uh, okay off right. this podcast. But um, like I said, you know I think the spot is gonna get they're gonna beat. I, my biggest fear, like I said, stopping him within like the first 15 minutes because they built him up in this film. Yeah. So I don't know if he's gonna be a continued villain. The Miles Morales thing with evil Miles Morales, I'm pretty sure there's, there's gonna be some cl- conflicting thing where. Our Miles is going to have to kill his uncle this time definitively, even though he doesn't want to, but this is not his same uncle. Yeah. He's evil. Even more. And um, I just think, like you said, Miguel's going to see the error of his ways. 
and uh, we're going to get a conclusive little end right there. Because Sony has said, like, yeah, this is the last film we're doing for Miles Morales, like the animated stuff. Like, they're going to bring Miles Morales into live action. They said they want to do that within the next couple years, next four years maybe. Oh, which, man. Yeah, which to me, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that because I'm like, I feel like it's a little soon. I think right now we need to focus on building up Peter Parker in his college years, yeah. who's still, like, freshman in college before we bring in Miles Morales. Because when Miles Morales comes into Peter's life, Peter's already graduated from college at that yeah. point. He's, like... I've been 25. Well, and, and isn't the point of Miles Morales to take the mantle from Spider-Man? Yes. So, again, you're going to write off a character who has, and again, unless Tom Holland doesn't want to do it, assuming that they fuse those universes, that you know that that's the idea, you're going to have two young Spider-Men. And my cousin Mateo's like, he's like, hey, Eloy. I'm like, yeah, he goes, will you support me if I become the Sp- Spider-Man Miles Morales? I'm like, I mean, Mateo, I don't know, I'm not, I don't know how you're going to be Miles Morales. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you're black, Mateo, but like, that's about it. Like, Miles <laughs> is also like Dominican, Puerto Rican. He goes, no, I can play Spider-Man. I'm like, I, I'm tall. I'm like, I mean, I guess. I'm like, show me, give me a monologue right now. I can't do that. Well, then you're not gonna be Spider-Man, you're Mateo. Sorry, Mateo, sorry you, you're not gonna be Spider-Man. Um, so I don't know who they would, I don't know who they would cast. Um, but that's the thing too. You got to cast someone who looks young is gonna stay young for a while. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, too, especially if you take, if these guys take, like, fucking three, four years to make each movie, like, bro, yeah. you, you need to get these things out quick. Well, and again, like I said, they haven't, they haven't even given the current Spider-Man the chance to really age out. Now, this could be, like, how I think they're going to do Ironheart um, and, and Iron Man. They're going to, I think they're going to make Ironheart a replacement for Iron Man. Um, the same way that if they allow Spider-Man to mature and grow with the Marvel franchise, when they're ready and at the right time, they could have him say, "Hey, look, I'm I'm done being Spider-Man. I'm gonna let Miles Morales take over and do a, a movie with with Miles Morales being featured in it, whatever you know. I mean, and again, I get it, you know, like like I said, a lot of times they do trilogies and they cut the characters, um, but explicitly with uh, Tom Holland, yeah, he, he's a young guy. He, he still looks young. He still has a lot of years. He doesn't look like that for a while. Yeah, and so I think that. You know, even even if the movie is two or three years out, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to see a live action one just yet. I'd like them to give it some time. Let this let this Spider Man fizzle out. Let give him his time to shine. Whatever, you know, because I, I, I don't want to see him get killed off. I don't want to see him just randomly die. It's like no, 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 no. You haven't given me enough. He content. comes back in Secret Wars. Well, doesn't everybody? Basically, yes. that's that's where Spider Man first got his Venom symbiote. Secret Wars. Oh really? Yes. Oh, apparently, like, like in Infinity War, a lot of people thought that they were gonna like show the Venom symbiote because they're Mm. going to space. So like, oh, he's gonna go to space, and somehow he's gonna find the Venom symbiote. And I don't know. I I just thought, you know, who knows? Who knows? But um, I don't know. So I enjoyed this film. I think you enjoyed this film other than the ending. Doesn't really take away from everything else in the film. Like we didn't go over every single little plot point because we, like I said, it's. Ah, it's it's a film. There's so much going on. The well, whole and time. like we, I don't think we could do it justice no. talking about it. And again, you know, with everything that we did spoil, I mean, there's still a whole lot of movie to watch. Yeah, you're not there's... listening to us talk about certain spoilers, and that you're, it's not going to take away from anything you watch in the film. Like you got to watch it. You got to watch the film. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to find one spot. You're going to find some Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, Spider-They, whatever the heck you're going to like. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, hopefully if, no Spider-Day. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Spider-Day. It'd be pretty funny. I probably exist. I just don't want to watch it. <laughs> well, you guys ready to watch? Sony introduces Spider-Day. Oh, man. Spider-They, then. 
Yeah, I'm done. I'm done after that one. <laughs> <laughs> I will boycott them. I would laugh. Them I, would, I would laugh so hard, but this is really funny. But um, I think the guy who plays Miles Morales does a really good job. Um, I think everybody, Haley Steinfeld, who plays um, Gwen Stacy, she does great. Um, the guy who plays Spider, uh, Young Spider Man, uh, Shamik Moore, he does great. Oscar Isaac, Daniel Kaluuya, that's Spider Punk, your favorite. Uh, so wait, so your Spider is the Indian Spider Man? Yeah, well, I, I just I, I don't know. I like I like the way he, he was like this like kind of smart ass like cocky like oh look at me like and then he doesn't have a web slinger he has the fucking like the the yo yo thing or whatever. I was I just thought that was kind of a cool little like adaptation and then like I want to again I want to explore uh, what do they call it New New Mumbai or, or Mumbai New York whatever they call it yeah. Um, I'd love just to see, like, the layout of the world. Like, what's... And, again, because I'm interested in politics, I'm like, oh, is this, like, everything, like, Indian politics? Or, like, Republicans, Democrats still around? What happened? Or the, why is... Or, like, is this a universe where when Columbus thought he went to India and discovered America, the actual, like, Indian Indians were there and not the Native American Indians? Like, why is this Mumbai, New York? Like, explain that to me. That's what I want to know. Um, but but I guess again, like I said, that's kind of my thing with all the Spider Verses. Like, what do their villains look like? What's the differences? What was different about the history of their world versus our world? And uh, you know, a lot of times if you watch like uh, uh, other channels like uh, Comic Storian or something like that, and like, I like look Comic Origins. Story. I like that. Um, you know, they kind of explain that. You know, this is a this is a, a universe where uh, Bucky actually didn't die and didn't get frozen. So Winter Soldier is actually an old man in this. You know what I mean? So like, it explains like. You know that type of that, that's the type of stuff I like to learn about these type of movies, and uh, that, that makes me curious about. Well, that's that's they see, and that's the cool thing too. It's like you realize with a lot of the characters, you're like we're never probably gonna get most of these characters. Oh, of course. Can't. Like it's like God, I want to explore their universe. Like it'd be so cool you could explore their universe. Like I don't know, I I don't know. I just, I just think it'd be really cool. But um, we're gonna go ahead and end it there, guys. We both enjoyed the film. We think you guys will enjoy the film as well. I appreciate you guys listening. We hope you enjoyed what we had to say about the film. Hope you enjoyed what my friend Devin and say. Devin, want to plug your stuff? Go ahead. Yeah, no, of course. And um, if you want to follow my content, it's normally political. Uh, Try right politics. We're doing Instagram right now. Follow, follow us for uh, memes and commentary. And again, you know, if you want to see that debate about why Superman sucks, I will argue <laughs> the affirmative. So go ahead and bug this guy until he decides he's uh, ready for it. I don't think I need to have this. <laughs> like, I could just laser my eyes and just melt you and day and everything. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it needs to happen. We're that, super- that or we're going to take it to Comic-Con. One or the other. Uh, Superman, uh, what did you say? Was it Superman? Uh, Superman sucks. Change my mind. Change my mind. Yeah. This yeah. <laughs> is five, $5. Dollar. $5 make some money out of this. Though, so. $5 to sit down. It's going to be $600 to run into the booth for you. I don't need a booth to do that. So. <laughs> Look, I don't need a booth. I am the booth. But, uh, see, so, okay, well, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for plugging your stuff, Devin. Thank you for being here. Uh, like I said, guys, I apologize for the audio. It may be sounding a little wonky. I may sound a little echoey, uh, depending on where I am, how close I am to the laptop. I'm trying to keep it in the middle so like, it can be fair on both audio. His audio might sound a little better. Mine might not hit, or vice versa. Um, sorry for like cars in the background. Got no control over that. It's a beautiful day right now. I'm sitting in the comfy chair. Devin's sitting with it in a chair that's got like a hole in it. So, uh, you know. Make you, it work. Yeah, make it work. Make it work. So, um, uh, other than that, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening. This has been the No Limit Lab. We just reviewed and talked about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Go check the movie out at your local theaters. I got other reviews coming out, too. I actually saw Transformers Rise of the Beast. Man, I got to tell you about that one, Devin. Um... It's gonna. I won't say it right. Uh, I, uh, say, I'm gonna, I probably take my kid to see it like in a week. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 interesting, 
But, um, all right, guys. Have a good one, okay? Bye-bye.